right, so you know what? I have got some questions from my listeners. I asked them to leave a comment on my Facebook site, The Next English Podcast. And uh, I've got three contributions. Uh, one was from Vladimir, my ex-student from about two years ago, and he's Ukrainian. And his question, to be honest with you, was slightly slightly long and a little bit too philosophical and heavy for me, <laughs> even for me to understand. Uh, but I picked up several bits from this. Some of it may be a bit provocative, I don't know, but yeah, never mind. So, there's a question, what temperature is there in hell? Wow. What temperature is there in hell? Okay. Well, How would you answer this question? <laughs> I would answer it, assuming it's a sincere question, I would yeah, answer it... Yeah. Uh, Which I don't know myself. Yeah, no, 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 but I, that I believe in a very literal heaven, and I believe, because I believe in a literal Bible, I believe in a literal hell, and mm -hmm. what hell is, to me is an eternal separation from God. Mm -hmm. and, and that biblically it is a place of suffering, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that it is drawn as a place of eternal damnation and fire, that it talks about that. Um, to what that looks like, I, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if that's a literal fire and if it's mm -hmm. truly hot like we see on TV <laughs> and the devil with the pitchfork. He said there was something in the Bible, like there was exact figure in the Bible, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah there are some places that, that, that do mention that, but again, whether they're figurative, to what degree they are. But, but what we do know, what I do believe, well, I should say what I believe from the Bible is that it is very literal and that it's an mm. eternal separation mm -hmm. and the suffering mm. is the the suffering of 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 not not accepting what i believe is, is mm -hmm. a reality and and that uh kind of a eternal realization of missing the boat as it were <laughs> you know that expression yeah. so anyway and I, i don't say that pridefully i say that that's just what what that uh, our understanding of that is mm -hmm. yeah So I think that's an interesting. Way yeah, to I put think that's, that's what is the answers, yeah. answers is enough. Uh, another question was what what postmodern facet do you belong to? But I think you've already answered that, yeah, didn't so. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so another another question comes from Jana, who is who happens to be my colleague uh, here at the hotel school, and she asks. Can I, I'm sorry. Yes. Before that, and I want to yeah, hear that. Sure. I just find it very interesting. Whoever asked that second question. I've been asked that question about what I believe so many times. I've never once ever heard it posed that way, and I, I, I really like the way that's posed. Like, I've never heard anybody say what facet, what post, what facet of postmodernism do you believe? Is that how it's? Yeah. Said? Well, he's not a native speaker, but so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just think yeah. that's which is another thing I appreciate about other <laughs> the way people put things in other languages. So I'm sorry. It's Go right. ahead to the next. So the the second question comes from my colleague. It's actually a couple of questions. And I think you have already touched up on this uh, during our dialogue before, but what brought you to faith, right? What yeah. brought, brought you to faith? Sure. Well, um, faith. Yes. Faith. Faith. I said no, faith. faith. Sorry. Faith. <laughs> That, yeah, I guess that is a subtle difference. That means a big difference. Yeah. So uh, what, what, what I understand that question to mean so when she, it says brought me to faith. Yeah, mean, because she... she She is like giving us some hints that was it because you were brought up in a family? Yes. I think you've you've already you've yeah. already covered that. But I, I, what, I, it was an instant moment of enlightenment. Yeah. So so I, I have always said I would love to because I really appreciate intellectual people. I would love to say that I I walked into church begrudgingly. I heard the message, and then for the next six months, I wrestled and I read commentaries, and mm -hmm. I—that's not true. That's not true. So it was I, some gradual steps. No, I, I stepped in, 
and I and what I saw and it was really it's why I still love to work with teens because mm-hmm. I stepped into a, a youth setting, a church youth setting, and I saw teenagers who certainly in America, I'm assuming it's true everywhere, can be very, very harsh to one another. Sure. And and I stepped into a setting where I was seeing teens treat each other and love each other mm-hmm. in a way that I'd never seen. Seen before. And I knew whatever that was. I had to have that. And so mm-hmm. very quickly <clears throat> did I learn that what that difference was in them was this, what I believe is the love of Jesus Christ. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I was very quick to say one, but here's what, here's the reality. I, I have been telling my friend, Oh no, I'm a Christian. I don't need to go to church for so long that I, I felt like I couldn't tell him, Hey, I, I think I'm not this because I very quickly, when I asked somebody, what is different here? And they told me that what Christians believe is that, you know, we need to ask Jesus to forgive us of our sins and be the Lord of our life. That's what it means to be a Christian. Hmm. That, I, you know, I realized I'd never done that. But I'd been telling so many people I was a Christian that I just felt like I needed to lie and say, oh, yeah, I, I've done that. And so it was really six months later. I was sitting in the, I can still remember today. This is 30-something years later. Uh, I was sitting in the back seat of a car and we were driving somewhere and there was a conversation in the front seat that somebody was having about what it meant to be a Christian. Now, I realize now they were having that conversation mm-hmm. for my benefit. Mm-hmm. And they said that again, that you have to pray this prayer and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And I remember knowing in my heart, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting back in that seat and praying that prayer at that mm-hmm. moment. And then, like I said earlier, That was the first time in years that I hadn't thought about suicide. Mm-hmm. Almost instantly. So, so, so it's like connected to the second question here. How did faith help you in your life? Well, it, 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 what it did is it completely changed my course. Mm. I, we joke a lot that I'm the black sheep of my family, mm. but the opposite way. Mm. You know, my, I was the first one in my family. The to, white sheep. Of yeah, yeah, the white sheep. And, and there was... There had been a lot of alcoholism in my family. Mm. There had been a lot of other things that were damaging to the family. Mm. And um, I don't say it in a prideful way, but I have a very, very strong marriage. I've been married mm. for 20 years and don't see any end to that. I have a very, very strong relationship with my kids. Mm. Um, and, and I have an interaction with people that's different than what I'd seen previously. And I feel like... It is that Christ in my life that changed the entire course mm. of who I would have become. Um, and I don't take any credit for that. I believe that's Christ in me that has done that. So that's very much how faith has uh, affected me and has changed my life. Okay. Yeah. And then we have the third person. His name is Jose. He's from Chile. And he has got his Jose's English podcast. So guys, if you are into this, you could check out Jose's English podcast. I think it's a, it's a, it's a great alternative to Zeng's English podcast, if you will. And his questions are, well, it's like more, more like a talking point, really. Sure. Religious tolerance in USA. Hmm. How big is it? Yeah. Maybe you could talk about religious tolerance towards Muslims. Yeah. Because obviously we know what happened yeah. with the twins right. and uh, what is happening now, you know, so the yeah. Americans uh, bombing right. and stuff. Well, listen, I, I believe that the most intolerance right now in the United States is probably uh, is towards Christianity. 
mm. real Christianity. Uh, we call ourselves a Christian nation, mm. Mm. but when real Christianity surfaces, it makes our country very uncomfortable. Um, and it comes so what up, do you mean by a real Christianity? Well, I would say, um, yeah, and maybe I don't, I don't say that in a way to in any way be uh, offensive, but what, those who take the Bible literally and are trying to live a biblical lifestyle mm. and follow the things of the Bible, and the Bible so, says... So, sorry, I'm a little bit getting no, lost myself. I, no, that's quite right. You okay, mean like let me, some let me orthodox, orthodox believers? No, no, or? not no, at all. No. Uh, there are... I think the statistics are now that in the United States, 88% of the United States is Christian. Mm. Now, if you define Christian as the belief that Jesus mm. Christ died for your sins and rose from the dead and that he is the only way to heaven, that number probably drops to 20%. 20%. Okay. Uh, so are you among these 20%? Very much yeah. so. Okay. okay. So I, I happen I, I to believe see, see, you know. there's a Bible verse, John 14, mm -hmm. 6, you know, that mm -hmm. says that mm -hmm. I am, I'm, the only, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, so anyway, that, um, the, the idea that when, when that surfaces, we all are very proud Christian, but mm -hmm. when people start mm -hmm. to talk about that, and mm -hmm. talk about the Bible in specific mm -hmm, terms mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the name Jesus Christ. People freak out. Freak out. And and there is much uh, that much. that is offensive. And right now, you know, every day in the is courts, really? there are uh, any place in public squares that there is a Bible verse. Mm -hmm. If it's at a park, mm -hmm. then there are people that are suing the, the state to get that removed. And there's, oh, that's really interesting. And so I, I would say we are very intolerant right now mm -hmm. of, of mm -hmm. Christianity. So you're just like scoring on own own goal, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's what's said. <laughs> It's what your country is based on. Yeah, like your it is. principles. Yeah, I don't know. And people a lot of times worry so much that like we won't, you know, if if we stopped printing on our money in God we trust, you know, that's on all of our mm -hmm. money. Our country would freak out. Mm -hmm. But frankly, I wish we would <laughs> because I don't believe it's true. Mm -hmm. I do not believe my country anymore puts their trust in God. Hmm. And and like, I, I very much appreciate people who are at least intellectually honest and will say, I just don't believe that. Or mm -hmm. I, rather than just take it, but then... Like me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I, you know? I, what I, I know. You know, you know what I know? That like, I was once told that if you go to America, just, I don't know, for holiday or just if you want to live there for a couple, couple of years... Yeah. And they ask you these questions in the questionnaires when, whenever you get to have a visa or anything. Uh -huh. Like, do you believe in God? Or when you get to meet some Americans, you mm -hmm. should always say that you do. <laughs> no matter what God it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah? But if you say you are an atheist, uh, people will look down on you. Is it true? Like It is not. I don't believe it. it. Now, yeah. now, there are certain cultures we call the Bible Belt. Like the South mm -hmm. is still pretty much a Bible Belt where, where it, it is... <laughs> You know, people would probably get like, "What? You don't believe in God?" Yeah. You know, and and, uh, <laughs> and there would be kind of a, something. But for the most part, no, and certainly mm -hmm. not with government. Certainly not at the visa mm -hmm. line. That, that's not at all. But what about what about ordinary people? Would they? How would they look at me if I told them I'm I'm an atheist? Yeah. Well, I think most people would not. Now there are there are atheists, and there are those who I believe atheism has become their religion. Mm, but they <laughs> and they and I know that sounds silly, but they. Yeah. They fight. I mean, we have people suing all the time that it's wrong, you know, that we shouldn't be allowed to celebrate Christmas. We shouldn't be allowed because it offends the atheists. Mm -hmm. Now, 
I, I don't know how you feel about that, but at times where I feel like a true atheist wouldn't care. For me, it's like each each to their own, <laughs> right, really. Right. And and if I was really an atheist, I don't care what you do because yeah. I just don't believe. Yeah. Now, but but there is that is and that's very and so that offends people, but certainly um, there is that you would not you would really not catch any resistance. Um, mm. And I, I think that's some good and some bad. I, I, mm. It saddens me at times because I happen to believe that our country mm. was founded on a very real Christianity. But on the other hand, like it's your principles, like yeah. free freedom, right? right? Freedom of ch- choice, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, freedom. If, obviously, if you come to to live to America, you should bring something new, but it doesn't have to be your religion, you know, like. That's right. It's up to you. And like I said before, I, I, I would rather someone be honest and say, I don't believe. And certainly someone like you who's willing to have intellectually honest conversation and not be uh, overly offended one way or the other. And mm-hmm. I certainly try to live that way as well. Because that's that's just good discourse. As opposed to on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are Christians who that's true. And there are atheists that it's true that... Are just so highly offended with one another, and I. Well, you know when I get offended if someone tries to impose this stuff on me, but obviously this is not the case because I invited <laughs> you to <laughs> right, right, right. on the podcast. Yeah. So and you know that, when this happens to me, like somebody's trying to convince me. Yeah. To uh, what's the word? Um, convert. Convert. Yeah. Convert mm-hmm. to their religion. I, I I find this a little bit offensive. Sure. Intellectually, because I can decide for myself. Yeah. Right. Well, let me ask you. <laughs> not that, but. Where do you find it more like if someone that you and I'm not saying me, someone that you had a relationship with, mm-hmm. someone that has been a part of your life and been a good friend, Christian or not, that you that had earned the right to speak on an intimate level with you. Sure. And that person began to tell you or say, "Hey, I, I really want you to know what I believe." Uh, would that? St- I'm assuming that would offend you less. Um, Is that fair? Well, now. I come from Christian family, and a lot of a lot of my relatives are Christians. I'm the black sheep of the family, basically, in this right. in, from this kind of sense. But uh, we don't talk about these things. Yeah. I know, I know, I respect them, sure. but I don't, I don't practice the religion. That's right. it. Know, yeah, answers your question. No, I but, think it uh, does. I mean, I just if, I, the if they had the need, if yeah. it was like really necessary for them to talk about these things with me. I just don't know what I would, how I would contribute to the. Con- I, I don't know sure. maybe what you are hinting at. Sorry, sorry. No, I, I guess the only thing I'm saying is, for me, even though I'm a pastor, <laughs> and my job is to share this message, is that I believe wholeheartedly that I need to earn the right to speak into someone's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Something in the United States that changed in the '50s or '60s is that mm. Christianity or church used to be the center of our culture. Um, it's not anymore. We are now on the margin. Hmm. And 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 so now, and I'm comfortable there. We have to earn the right to speak. Hmm. Hmm. Meaning, I feel like I need to live my life in such a way and value people regardless of what they believe to the point where if someone wants to know why I am the way I am, hmm. Hmm. that they will ask me, and okay. then I have the freedom to tell them. I'm not a huge fan of of charging in there yet. Hmm. Yet I believe that. Some people who do that are doing it with an honesty because they just truly care, and they they really believe it. Yeah, but it can be any any other religion. I think it's what the religion is based on. Sometimes that they need to attract more believers. I don't. I it's don't. Right. I don't like being being convinced about yeah. these things. If yeah. I if I'm if, you, if I want to know about these yeah. things, I'll ask you. Yeah. 
Um, and and that's how I, and I and I'm very comfortable with that, really, mm-hmm. truly, because I believe that just to live my life. And our church is not a huge mega church, you know. We're a smaller church because that's our personality. That we just live life. We serve in our community. Mm-hmm. We care. We work with people who believe what we believe and don't, and about issues that are important to our community. And on a regular basis, people will have some situation in life. Some atheists, some not. Mm-hmm. Some practicing Christians, some not practicing. Mm-hmm. That will then say, "And I, I need to have a kind." You know, I, I, I'm at the point where I need. Yeah, and that, for me, it's, that it's is fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Why but not? Have you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of the comedians Penn and Teller? No, not really. Okay, they're like big comedians. One, one of them is a very strong atheist mm-hmm. in the United States, and he, it's part of his act, and he, he mm-hmm. talks about it a lot. He's very, very intelligent. Yeah, and he told a story a, a while back um, that's very widely known in our country where. He talked about a, a Christian who came up to him after a concert and gave him a Bible and said, I really appreciate what you do. I just want you to have this. And he said, some of his atheist friends were like, God, oh, didn't you get mad about that? And he said, well, no, I didn't get mad. He said, I don't believe it. But if, if this person believed that I'm truly going to hell and that they just wanted me to, to know, he said, how can I be offended by that? He goes, if, I, if, I, if you were standing in the middle of the street and I believed you were about to be hit by a car... And and you and I talked to you, and, you would, and I pushed you out of the way. Well, if I really believe that, I hope that's mm. what I would do. And mm. and and I appreciated that that mindset from him, that understanding that at least the understanding that sometimes folks who are that way are doing it because they care deeply. Now I understand there has to be a point where you have to respect someone's wishes to say, mm. "I've made it clear mm. where I'm at. You need to just back off." My my father's had that very conversation with me many years ago. Mm. Because when I first became a Christian, I desperately wanted him to know, mm-hmm. and and I've respected that for many many years, and we have a great relationship. Yeah, I think this is still yeah. possible to be friendly yeah. friends, and you know, just don't connect on this level. That's all. Yeah, yep. Yeah? yep. Like we I respect each that. other, and we can be friends, and very much so. Do everything we can, but yeah, yeah. I even have some relationships like that, like men and women. You know? Yes. Works. Yeah, yes, yeah. it can work. I think that's, that's you, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. Have the same religion to be, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Right. So another question from Jose is, how that this is interesting. How has technology affected your job? Oh boy, <laughs> I'll tell you in many ways, wonderful ways. First of all, I I love technology. I'm a technology junkie. I love my iPhone and my iPad and my, you know, I'm I'm kind of an Apple guy. But uh, um, and and for many ways. I used to have a, I used to have a, thirty-five volume commentary set that I would have to lug around, and if I was preaching out of the Book of Romans, I'd have two volumes on the Book of Romans, and I, and of course now I don't have any of that. I just PowerPoint. Yeah. I, no, well, no, no, not even for studying. Yeah. I just it's all on my computer. One more. Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know how much, yeah. how much time. Let's I'll take one more. Yeah, please. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, you have to speak to the waiter in Czech here. So we are ordering one more Coke. Is this American Coke? Have you had Kofola, the Czech, the Czech Coke? No, but I will tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I see that. Is that in Czech, the, the words there? Uh, yep. Okay. But you are not alone is not. <laughs> right, right. What's written is that it. what no, need to uh, It means say it by a song. Saved by song? Say it by a song. Say it by a song. Got yeah, it. Yeah, say by a song. Okay. Sorry. So, um, so technology. About? Yeah, technology. Yes. Um, 
prosím. Thanks, díky. Díky. So technology has, I, my studying materials are all done, you know, I, I just use the internet, I use, all my commentaries are online and, and all of that, so that's wonderful. My means of keeping in connection with my parish or, you know, I call my congregation, but uh, is on Facebook, and that's good and bad. Uh, many people who post things that I think, oh boy, I wish we, <laughs> wish we wouldn't post that, and, and there's many very un-Christ-like debates that happen mm. and I wish they wouldn't and, I, and, it, and it saddens me whenever I see someone post something on anywhere and then the next thing I see is some crazy brand of Christianity who comes out just, just saying terrible things and then someone who's totally anti that says something terrible. So I, that, I, that, mm. that I dislike. But, but um, I, I, there's so much about technology that I love and of course the way that we present You know, we do use uh, very, you know, presentation software. We one of ours is called Proclaim, but it's yeah, like a PowerPoint, and uh, we can do many things that. We so you are keeping up, you could say. Yes, very keeping much. Up but very much. technology is also it makes me so mad at times because there's always problems. You know, something doesn't work right, and and it boy grinds things to a halt. But uh, so it it, it uh, yeah, it definitely affects. Good and bad. Two sides of the coin. Yes, but mainly yeah. good. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing and helps mm. greatly in ministry. Okay. And the last question from Jose is, have you read Bible in original language or studied from the inaccurate translations? Fantastic. So <laughs> part of seminary training was taking Greek and Hebrew so that I could read that. Um, but by no means am I in any way... Um, I, I am horrible in the Hebrew, and so I rely mainly on commentaries to help me there. Greek, I'm a little stronger and can read, and I always have a Greek Bible with me. Um, there are some translations that I trust very much that are more literal word for word, and that's what I use to, to prepare my messages. But I will usually always go back to the Greek and just check the words and make sure that if I'm going to say this is what this is saying, at least I can trust that that's what it was saying in the original Greek. For the Hebrew, sometimes I have to trust more some of the commentaries that I'm reading and, and what so I will usually use multiple commentaries to make sure that there's some agreement that this is what's being said because I because I care deeply about that. Uh, I, I would like at the end of my run of pastoral ministry to at least know hmm. that it can be said that So I'm, you you are you could say you're studying more very much yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so, uh, Maybe at this point I would like to apologize to my listeners that sometimes I struggle to reply or to react to what you say. It's partly because I often get a little bit nervous when I have native speakers on my podcast. But I still I still think it's it's absolutely great to have you here and thank you very much for agreeing to, to record this episode of the podcast with us. Maybe would you have any questions for, for me or is there anything you would like to know? Uh, you no, know, well, yes. Yeah, so maybe. Well, first of all, I just yeah. thank you. I really do appreciate. It. I feel honored. I, I feel like this is a very important thing for you. That obviously is a great passion, and to be invited in to be a part of what you are passionate about, I take as a great thank uh, you very much. Honor. But um, so, what is your? I would love to know what is your end game. You know what? What are you? What do you? 
hope to accomplish through your podcast? That's so, exactly the same question Luke from Luke's English <laughs> Podcast asked me. Now, well, I, I, would, I would love to have consistent answers. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really remember what I said, but I, I, I know that I said something in the sense that I don't really have an agenda at the moment with this. But um, what it brought me is some kind of sense of achievement, yeah, that I'm doing something that is worthwhile, either for me, so it's a bit selfish reason, but also for other people, for the listeners who join the ride or come along for the ride. And, yeah, I get to know a lot of people, become part of a community. Ultimately, I improve my own English and theirs as well. And, you know, like as a teacher, I, I guess it's good to, to do something extra, you know, to be to be distinctive from other teachers a little bit as well. So I've got my own way of teaching English and I'm showing showing the way to others as well, possibly. Does it answer your question? Or? It does. And uh, and I would say now you sound exactly like a pastor. I do? <laughs> really? In the, in the, you, that's never been said of you. But in that, uh, you know, that we all have things that, you know, we say, well, that might sound selfish, but my yeah. ultimate goal. And so I think that's that's awesome. But... I get that sense from listening to your podcast and your questions, um, and I think that's 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 really awesome. I Obviously, it would be great if I somehow managed to turn this into a business, but it's <laughs> it's not it's not my goal. Yeah. I mean, I know I realize I'm not I'm not a native speaker, and it would be really hard for me to compete, hmm. even if I offer offer a lot of variety there on my podcast. Yeah. And I'm a teacher, so it is my profession. I've got a degree right. in English teaching. I still think it would be. Too, too hard for me to compete in this like um, yeah well I wouldn't sell yourself short on that because if I were someone studying English I would put great value in someone who was not a native English speaker mm. because I think they understand me better than maybe that's, someone else that's my would. advantage yeah. it is <laughs> and so that's good that's good well cool uh, yeah but that's um, I just appreciate it and I have enjoyed it appreciate your questions yeah Thank you. Good. So, is there anything else, like last message you, you tell my listeners? This will probably turn into two episode podcast because we have recorded over over one one hour. Sure. So, I might divide it into two parts. Yeah. So, is there any last message you would give to my no no to my listeners? I, I would uh, um, I would say um, uh, certainly just that um, I, I've. I, and I don't. I'm assuming most of your listeners are Czech or mm, it's not true. It's across the board. No, yeah, no. All over the world. Yeah. No, I would just say that I uh, I admire the the hard work of, of learning and struggling to speak English well and and uh, we had talked I think it was before off air but um, the idea that uh, there are those who who don't want to speak any English until they are perfect at it or that's true of any foreign language and there are those who will just dive in and forge ahead and be okay with sounding like a fool at times and I just would say dive in and sound like a fool and and just keep trying and and that that's the only way to really get better hmm. um, that, yeah again. it's always making about making some effort isn't it it's, yes it doesn't come for free yeah very much very much so there's a lovely lovely last word thank you very much for taking part in this once again and have a good life. Thank you. Thank and have you. a good time here in the Czech Republic, of course. Thank you. How long are you going to stay? I'll be here for another 10 days. For another 10 days? Yes. So uh, Enough time to looking get, forward to get the grips with the, yes. with the place. I'm going to do some traveling around. Have some around. nice experience, maybe. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs>